Charlie Wright is an investment advisor representative with Partner Vest Advisory Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The views and opinions expressed by our guests are for informational purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the views of Partner Vest Advisory Services, LLC, or Charlie Wright. Partner Vest and our guests are unaffiliated companies. No information in this discussion is intended to provide investment, tax, or legal advice to any person, nor is it an offer to sell any security. Welcome to the Strategic Investor. Join us as we interview some of the world's most productive asset managers and uncover sophisticated and unique investment strategies in the markets. Here is your host, Charlie Wright. And welcome to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net, where we bring you investment strategies that you are not hearing elsewhere. You can contact us at info at strategicinvestorradio.com, and you can go to our website to hear podcasts of any of our shows and interviews, strategicinvestorradio.com. I'm Charlie Wright. Today is July 17, 2015, and we have the honor and privilege of talking with John Mahalka of Impact Investing of Texas, and John talks to us from... Their headquarters in San Antonio, Texas. John, welcome to Strategic Investor Radio. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So, John, now you have a very unique and interesting strategy and system for investing in residential real estate in San Antonio. So give us some of your background and the background of your firm and start to tell us about your strategy. Well, my background was computer science. And uh, after undergrad, I could not get a job with Motorola, Microsoft, Google, etc. And I found found myself semi-homeless, living with family, and uh, I needed a place to live, and I did not want to rent. So I started looking into buying a house. And this was about how long ago, John? 2001. Okay. Right after September 11th. Okay, keep going. So I was starting to research property in Austin, Texas, and my budget to purchase a home was 80000 and I couldn't buy a, a bedroom in Austin for 80000 And just by luck, uh, I found some very affordable houses in San Antonio, made a couple offers, and I bought a beautiful three-bedroom, two-and-a-half-bathroom, 2,000-square-feet home for 80000 and the house was worth about 110 grand, so I instantly made 30,000 in equity. And since then, I've continued purchasing uh, in uh, lower um, working class neighborhoods. Um, properties from 20,000 to 50,000 was my my going rate. And my first year, uh, I bought about 50 ha- 50 houses. 50 houses. 50 houses, and I borrowed money, and it's called hard money. So that's how I got started. And, and uh, so so you financed these houses somehow. Uh, how would you qualify? Uh, well, it's through private investors. Whenever you buy a property here in San Antonio that needs work, that doesn't qualify for bank loans, you have to use a private money lender. And so you had investors who were willing to lend you and who had confidence in you in being able to do this. Correct. And once we sold the property, we would split the profits 50-50. 
I see. So that's uh, so you've been doing this since 2001. Okay. Correct. You've done uh, about how many deals? Uh, anywhere from 50 to 100 houses a year. 50 so, to 100 a year. And tell us about your strategy and your system here. Well, there's a lot of strategies, but the one strategy that I'm using right now is it's very simple. We, we buy a little house, primarily three bedroom, one bath, a thousand square feet, and we clean it up, paint, uh, make sure the the plumbing and electrical is working. So anywhere from five thousand to ten thousand in rehab, and then we own our finance. So say for example, I buy a house for fifty thousand, and I put in ten thousand, I'm in it at sixty. Then I try to sell it for anywhere from eighty to ninety thousand. Owner finance with five thousand down, eight hundred to nine hundred a month. Okay, and uh, so you actually sell you sell the house at that point. Correct, owner to owner. So the new buyer to the occupant, me and I'm the bank. Okay, and you, so you sell it to the occupant. Correct. Okay. Now you got to be a little patient with us, John. We are um, a publicly traded securities people. We are not real estate people here on this show. Okay. So, uh, and I'm sure many of our listeners are not real estate people. So uh, we want to make sure that everybody understands here. So you you buy this house uh, under the market. You go through real estate agents. Correct. I, I go through. I, I myself am a licensed real estate agent in Texas. Okay, so are these listed properties? Sometimes they're listed, and sometimes they come through other investment groups or networking groups. Um, we're all, you know, kind of okay. together as a team. So you, you buy the house, you rehab it, okay, for approximately ten ten thousand dollars let's say, and then you find someone to buy that house. Correct. And because you've rehabbed it and improved it and you know how to do it and you bought it right, you've got an immediate profit. And so you sell to them, and these are people, I presume, that could not ordinarily qualify for a loan. Correct. They're self-employed, electrician, plumbers, roofers, uh, artists, uh, truck drivers. I I get all sorts of buyers. So it's just, uh, you know, the working class. Okay, now they can't qualify through a bank, but you still feel comfortable in qualifying them for, you know, through for your investors' money. Correct, correct. Uh, my qualifications: we prefer to have a husband and wife, and both of them working. I see. Okay, and so you you qualify them for your loan. They buy the house from you at that point, and then they you carry the loan, and they pay you interest. Correct. So, so I become the bank. And okay, you become the bank, and an investor then uh, typically looks at what kind of return. Correct. Correct. We charge ten percent interest. Okay, and uh, you charge ten percent interest to them. So an investor, so they give five five thousand dollars down. So that's somewhat security that they're not going to walk the next uh, month, kind of thing, right? Correct. Okay, and then you get then the investor looks at ten percent interest, but the value of the home is more than you actually have paid. So that's ten percent of the value of the home, not ten percent of what you have paid for it uh, of the money you have in it. Correct. Do you uh, pay all cash for these houses, or do you finance them? Right now, 
primarily I pay cash. Uh, every once in a while, I still get private money and I buy with other people's money. And then, so that strategy, then I have to have an exit strategy where I have to pay the investor off in one one to five years. So then I have to set up either to get the the buyer to refinance in one to three years, and or I sell the note to a note buyer, so I can cash my private investor out. Okay, and what kind of FICO scores do you look at in order to feel comfortable uh, with, with putting your investors' money at risk here? Well, I, I obviously I would like to have a FICO score over six hundred. But uh, I, I, it really doesn't matter as long as they have a, hist- a work history. You know, if they've been working for the same construction company for five years, I'm pretty confident that, you know, they, they have the discipline to, to make payments and go to work. That's, that's my main priority is, is to have a worker in there. Okay. And so uh, these are pip- typically people then that, that have fairly good credit, but, but they're lower income, but they're employed, and you feel confident that they'll, they'll go ahead and pay, and you've got $5,000 of their money. Correct. Or more. 5000 is is a minimum, but you know, sometimes I get 10000 20000 50000 but 5000 is, is is the average. Okay. Now, uh, a question I've got to ask here is, why don't you just rent to these people instead of selling it to them? And that way, if there's an appreciation in the price, you get it and not them. Rental property, I've done a lot of rentals. So that's one of the strategies that you can use. I personally don't use that strategy right now. But you can, especially right now, the market is, is doubling uh, we used to buy properties for thirty thousand. Now we're buying that same house for sixty thousand. So the property did, you know, have a has appreciated a hundred percent. For me, I, I just uh, the reason I do owner finance is because I don't want the overhead of of toilets and and air conditionings and water heaters and leaky roofs, and that's just personal on on. For my for my investment strategy, but we have a lot of investors that come in and they want to buy and hold, doing rentals and sell in two years. That's totally up to the investor. Okay. Well, you know, again, this is certainly a unique strategy, and you you do fifty to a hundred deals a year. Correct. And and I presume your investors come uh, from outside of San Antonio. I have a couple of local investors, but most of my investors, they come from all over the U.S., and I've even had people from China come in and invest. Well, very interesting. I can see why. John, hold that right there. We need to take a short break. We're talking to John Mahalka of Impact Investing of Texas in San Antonio, Texas, and you're listening to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net, and we'll be right back. According to the consulting firm Strategic Capital Allocation Group, every decade since 1900 has experienced at least one bear market, and several have experienced as many as three. 
So how do we protect our principal from these declines without missing the gains when prices rise? At Strategic Investor Radio, we interview asset managers with unique strategies designed to both protect and grow your investments. Investing is not rocket science. It's rocket fuel if you know how to harness it. For podcasts of our interviews, please visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. All right, fascinating stuff. Let's head back to Charlie and his guest. Thank you, Paul. Again, we're talking with John Mahalka of Impact Investing of Texas out of San Antonio, who has a very unique and interesting strategy for investors to invest in residential real estate in San Antonio, Texas. So, John, you've talked about uh, having an immediate profit of, uh, you know, 20, 30% or, or higher uh, after purchasing the property and uh, putting some money into the rehab. But then you are financing the pro- the uh, property and you're not getting uh, typically a whole lot down from the buyer because these are people that typically don't have a lot to provide down. And then you're charging 10% interest today. So what kind of returns have you been able to create for your investors over the years, and today, where are those returns? Well, average return on investment is anywhere from 10% up to 15%. Per year? Per year, correct. And we like to be a little bit conservative at 10%, but you know, we've, we've had 15% return on investments, and, and that's a home run, but our average is 10 Okay, and then sometimes uh, you you get a big return because you sell a property. Correct, correct, yes. Okay, and uh, so I presume you you have investors who are repeat investors with you. Have you had that? Yes, yes. Um, Say, for example, somebody comes in with $200,000 or a half a million. So they buy half a million dollars worth of real estate. And obviously, they have to work another couple years to make more money and then come buy another couple properties. Okay. So, you know, that, that's, it's, you know, people have bought up to a million, two million dollars worth of property. Okay. And uh, what kind of default rate have you experienced? Um, well, I'll give you an example. I bought a house about 10 years ago. I bought it for 60000 And I cleaned it up. I put about five grand into it, and then I sold it for ten thousand down, uh, ninety nine thousand, a thousand a month. Uh, I foreclosed on it. They pay for a thousand a month for eight years. Then I foreclosed on it. I sold it again for ten thousand down, a thousand a month. And then two years later, I foreclosed on it. And then this year, I sold it again for ten thousand down, a thousand a month. You're smiling when you say that here, John. Uh, so, I, you know, whenever I get a house back, I just clean it up and resell it and, and make more money. And if the market has appreciated, you know, I sell it for more. Okay. So I don't mind. Foreclose, I don't want to foreclose on a property. That's not our, our deal. But if I do, I, I make more money. Okay, uh, but again, the rate is because uh, some the people rate, are, are going to be interested in that. Say out of ten houses, 
you know, you might foreclose on two properties in the first five years. Okay, okay. And so say twenty percent, twenty to thirty percent foreclosure rate. Okay. Now, uh, because the property is not owned, then by the investor, the investor is not getting any uh, real tax benefit. Then, and so that ten percent is is fully taxable to them, I presume. Correct. Correct. Yes, they have to uh, all the profit that they make. They have to, you know, talk to their tax advisor and and you know put it put it as income. Okay. Uh, are, are you reaching any kind of a saturation point there? And all of this is in San Antonio, and I presume, based on the value of the houses you're buying, that uh, they're just in a few neighborhoods in San Antonio. Right. We we buy north, west, and south of downtown, and um, right now the market is extremely hot. So there's a shortage of property, but you know you, you still got to be proactive and you, they're out there. You just have to look harder. So are you considering uh, going into expanding into other markets, or do you just feel real comfortable with these markets that you know and understand the markets and you know how to rehab them and you've got local crews and all that stuff? Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, look, we'll look at buying at any market, you know, all over the world, as long as the numbers make sense. But for now, you know, the... I have so many properties here, so many deals here that I don't have to I don't have to go to Michigan or Florida. But when the market crashes, I would like to go to California and buy a million dollar house for half a million <laughs> and then wait for the market to go back up and sell it at a million, you know, that's I would like to do that in the future. Yeah, understood here. So, do you have people who um, would like to occupy, who would like to buy these properties from you and occupy them? Do you have a list of these people and you've got lots of people to choose from? Or is it kind of a challenge to find the right people here? Both. It's seasonal. You know, like right now I have two buyers that are looking for a prop- that are looking for property and they have certain budgets, so we got to find them the right property. And uh, and then sometimes it takes it takes time, you know, up to ninety days to uh, find the right buyer, you know, because we want to make sure that the individuals we put in our properties are are going to make their payments. Right, right, okay. And uh, what particular challenges uh, do you have in today's market that maybe you haven't had in the past? The challenges is um, the prices have doubled. So, say for example, on a house that I used to pay fifty thousand, now they want ninety thousand. And in order to get that house to to make your ten percent return or fifteen percent return on investment, you have to buy it under market value. So everything is going at cost or above market value. So the challenge is finding that property under market value. Okay, which is a challenge everywhere, but uh, here, a property at $90,000, <laughs> we're sitting in the heart of Orange County. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's not a, uh, a lawn that you could buy for $90,000 here, uh, John. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's the main reason I'm in San Antonio, because I can buy a three-bedroom, one-bath for you know under 100000 yeah. So I presume that uh, the way that you are compensated in, in this is um, 
Well, how are you compensated in this? We're, we, we get paid a commission anywhere from 3 to 6% of purchase price. So say a $50,000 house, 3% is $1,500, 6% is 3000 Okay, but then uh, you manage the property. I mean, you, you collect the rents and you stay up with them and you go through foreclosures if they're required, etc. So I presume there's an ongoing fee for that? Correct. If the investor needs a property manager, we charge 10% of monies collected. Okay. And um, and then if the pro- and then how about of the uh, the 10% that that is collected the uh, the rental income that is collected here. Correct. Yes. Let's just say we're collecting a thousand a month, so we we keep we charge a hundred dollars. I see. And then if the property is sold at some point, do you participate in the profits? If they hire us to sell the property, again we'll charge anywhere from three percent to six percent. But you don't participate in the profits otherwise, huh? No. No. Okay. Uh, well, it, 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 it depends if, if the private investor comes in and says, hey, you know, let me team up with you and we can do a 50-50 split or a 70-30 split when we sell the property, then yes. But for the most part, we like our investors to make 100% profit on, on, their, on their transaction minus our commissions. Well, again, we're from we're from Wall Street, and we don't hear that kind of comment from the Wall Street companies. Yeah, yeah, and that's why they keep coming back to buy more property, you know? Yeah, I can appreciate that. Well, John, again, you, you are to be congratulated here. Uh, young man who uh, graduated from college, uh, no real estate experience, correct? I didn't hear any real estate experience at all. Figured out how to do this. Uh, convinced investors to invest with you. You do 50 to 100 properties a year. Uh, very reasonable fees and charges. And uh, it works. And I presume that the, typically the people who who uh, occupy these houses, they're buying a home under conditions they couldn't ordinarily buy a home for. They can't qualify for a regular bank loan, especially, to, you know, over the past uh, six or seven years. So, you know, it's a win-win-win for everybody, and we've got to congratulate you for that here. Uh, John, give us uh, contact information for our listeners who would like to learn more here. Okay, you can just... Uh Email me at uh, johnmahaka at gmail.com, and that's J-O-H-N-M-A-J-A-L-C-A at gmail.com. Or you can just call me at uh, area code 210-365-0572. If I don't answer, leave a message, and I will call you back. And how about a website, uh, John? website, it's impactinvesting.com. Dot com. No, I'm sorry, impactinvestingtexas.com. Okay. And, uh, you can get into that website and um, you can look at our properties and see some of the deals that are active and some of the deals that are sold. Okay. John, a question we always like to ask our guests. What keeps you awake at night in regards to your business? Um, that's an excellent question and depends on the season. <laughs> Every season is different. Uh, for example, we just had tons of flooding and water in, in the Bear County area, and I didn't have flood insurance on any of my properties. <laughs> so that kept me up. Um, 
at night and not having flood insurance on my property. So, you know, that, that was one of my... Uh, yeah, all of the, uh, the the management, potential management issues, I think, would. And also, what book on investing would you recommend to our listeners? Oh, wow, that, that's, uh, there's a ton of information on investing and for me, investing is a mindset of, of an attitude of never giving up. So um, I actually have two books here. Uh, one of them is Success Through a Positive Mental Attitude, which is Napoleon Hill and Clement Stone. And another book um, is uh, How to Stop Worrying and Start Living by Dale Carnegie. And it's basically to train your mind that no matter what the market is doing, there's always, always a profit to be made. As a matter of fact, when the market crashes, that's when I make my most money. It's because I can buy real estate at way under market value when the banks aren't lending money. Yeah, and that's when that's when you find out how much nerve and guts you've got, isn't it? Yeah, uh, and so so that's how you've got to maintain your brain to be so positive that when the market crashes, you're ready to go buy. Right. Well, John, again, con- congratulations. You've just got a, uh, and it sounds like you've got an excellent system going there and uh, just something that you've created on your own. Uh, before we sign off, any final words for our listeners here? Uh, you know, real estate is, uh, I love real estate. It's a tangible, it's a tangible asset. You know, if, say, for example, you invest $50,000 in a project and in a year you need your money back, you can always sell the note or refinance and get your money out. So it's, it's a very a strong asset that appreciates, So and that's why, that's why I, I absolutely love it. Okay, well, John, thank you very much. Again, we're talking, we've been talking with John Mahalka of Impact Investing of Texas out of San Antonio. And you've been listening to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net. You can contact us again at info at strategicinvestorradio.com and go to our website to hear podcasts of any and all of our shows and interviews, Strategic Investor Radio. Com. I'm Charlie Wright. Thank you very much for joining us today. We wish you a very enjoyable week and productive investing. You've been listening to The Strategic Investor, your source for compelling investment strategies from some of the most productive asset managers in the industry. For unique investment strategies, visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. Investing is not rocket science. Charlie Wright is an investment advisor representative with Partner Vest Advisory Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The views and opinions expressed by our guests are for informational purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the views of Partner Vest Advisory Services, LLC, or Charlie Wright. Partner Vest and our guests are unaffiliated companies. No information in this discussion is intended to provide investment, tax, or legal advice to any person, nor is it an offer to sell any security.